Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. We're taking a forward look at what speakers intend to cover at Knowledge Group events. This time we're turning our attention to the food court, taking a look at trends and updates in food litigation for 2019. The webcast is going to go live Tuesday, May 21st, running between 12pm and 1.30pm Eastern Standard Time. We're going to hear from Lee Gray, a partner at Holland & Hart LLP, Marissa Malik, a senior associate attorney at King & Spalding LLP, and finally we'll hear from Jeffrey Pittman, senior counsel at Hanson Bridget LLP. More information about our panel and how to listen to this event will be found in the description box down below, along with the code PODCAST25, and when used at checkout, I'll get you 25% off that very first webcast registration. Let's turn things over to our panel now. My name is uh, Lee Gray. I am a partner at Holland & Hart in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I have uh, been a product liability uh, lawyer for 23 years now, uh, but in the last uh Roughly eight years, I have focused more closely on food and beverage work and also doing regulatory compliance uh, for food and beverage companies, uh, as well as breweries. And um, my uh, topics that I will be um, talking about in this uh, uh, webinar uh, are uh, recent decisions, uh, and that will be decisions over the last year, roughly, uh, regarding product origin claims. Uh, there were a rash of cases uh, several years ago, or actually a couple of years ago, uh, regarding uh, product origin claims uh, in the uh, beer industry, uh, specifically uh, uh, out-of-the-country breweries who were using facilities in the United States to brew beer, and uh, the, uh, the problems with uh, them using the same uh, claims on the labels, uh, including imported, and even in cases where imported was not on the label, uh, the consumer classes uh, sued these uh, breweries for misrepresenting the origin of their beer. Uh, even though it used the same recipe, uh, it used local ingredients uh, here in the United States, and according to consumers, was not the same beer. Uh, and that has... Uh, also been the case in other kinds of foods and other beverages, and so I'll uh, bring folks up to date on uh, some recent uh, decisions and cases on that. Uh, next, I would uh, talk about the uh, how the um, uh, Bristol-Myers-Squibb case has been interpreted by various circuits with respect to allowing out-of-jurisdiction uh, out plaintiffs to be represented in class actions. Uh, this has been uh, done in, in national classes and in multi-state class actions where the uh, plaintiffs only have uh, plaintiffs from a specific state and the, the ability for them to uh, enlarge the scope of their class action uh, beyond the jurisdictional uh, boundaries of the specific state that they're in. Uh, and then uh, I will also uh, discuss the uh, current status of uh, CBD oil uh, in food and beverage uh, and recent developments in that, uh, where it stands as far as legality uh, with respect to the FDA and the Farm Bill. And then finally, uh, some other uh, more generic type of labeling claims other than the product origin claims. So that is the, uh, the, those are the areas that I plan on speaking on on the webinar. Great. Thanks so much, Lee. Uh, this is Jeff Pittman uh, from Hanson Bridget. I'm senior counsel in our uh, general litigation department, but I've been specializing over the last 
uh, six years specifically in food consumer class action labeling cases. Um, and I'm going to be speaking on uh, some updates uh, in, in food litigation, including malic acid and citric acid cases. Uh, these are cases brought by uh, the same cadre of plaintiff's lawyers uh, alleging that the use of malic acid and citric acid renders products uh, falsely labeled for not labeling them as having artificial flavors or artificial ingredients. Uh, there are several motions to dismiss, motions for summary judgment, and even a trial upcoming uh, that I'm going to be discussing. I'll also, in the class certification context, be looking at uh, how courts are treating damages models under Comcast versus Behrend, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court uh, decision, specifically looking at regression models and uh, con conjoint analysis models uh, to let people know what is working and what is not working uh, on both sides uh, of the aisle for plaintiffs and defendants in these cases. Uh, and lastly, because I, am, I do practice in California, I am going to be giving an update on Prop 65 litigation, specifically uh, with respect to acrylamide, uh, furfural alcohol, and PFOA, PFOS uh, chemicals. So that's, that's the, the highlight, high-level overview of my topics uh, for the upcoming webinar. Thanks very much. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget, more information about our panel and how to sign up and listen to this event will be found in the description box down below. You'll also find the code PODCAST25, getting you 25% off that very first webcast registration when used at checkout. We look forward to seeing you May 21st, and until then, take care. Bye for now.